Before we get started with today's episode, I have a really exciting announcement. Wonder Media Network's Encyclopedia Womanica has been nominated for a Webby Award. We need your help to win. I'd so appreciate if you could vote for Encyclopedia Womanica as the best science and education podcast. You can find the link to vote in our episode notes. Now let's get to it. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today's Maverick is a pioneer of the civil rights movement and a living legend. By refusing to give up her bus seat to a white passenger, she sparked the court case that found Montgomery, Alabama's segregated buses to be unconstitutional. You may think that we're talking about Rosa Parks, but we're not. We did talk about Rosa Parks in a previous episode. Today, we're talking about her lesser known predecessor, Claudette Colvin. And I felt like this is my time to take a stand for justice. Claudette Colvin was born on September 5, 1939 in Montgomery, Alabama. It was the height of the Jim Crow era, where laws enforced racial segregation throughout the Southern United States. Schools, public transportation, and even water fountains were subject to the false equivalency of separate but equal. Claudette did well in school, often earning top grades. She wanted to be a civil rights lawyer, or even the president, positions of power where she could put an end to the legalized racism she saw throughout Montgomery. On March 2, 1955, Claudette was riding home on a packed city bus after school. When a white woman got on, The driver insisted that Claudette and her friends, four kids in total, clear an entire row of seats. Claudette's friends got up, but Claudette remained seated. Black History Month had just ended at Claudette's school, and she had spent the last few weeks learning about African-American leaders. History had me glued to the seat. I said it felt as though Harriet Tubman hand were pushing me down on one shoulder, and Sojourner Truth hand were pushing me down on another shoulder. And between these two historical women's, iconic women's, I could not move. I was paralyzed in that seat. After insisting that it was her constitutional right to remain seated, Claudette was hauled off the bus by two policemen and arrested. Instead of being taken to a juvenile detention center, Claudette was brought to an adult jail. She was just 15 years old. Claudette was charged with disturbing the peace, violating the segregation law, and assaulting a police officer, and she was convicted of the final charge. Because Claudette was the first to challenge Montgomery's bus laws, her case received little media coverage, but Rosa Parks was paying attention. In the months before Claudette's arrest, the Black community in Montgomery had already been considering a public transportation boycott. 75% of bus riders were black, yet they faced daily indignities at the hands of unjust laws. With Claudette's arrest, the community saw an opportunity. Claudette was invited to attend NAACP youth group meetings. She met influential activists like E.D. Nixon and Rosa Parks, who was the local chapter's secretary. But Claudette soon learned she was pregnant. As an unwed teen mother, Claudette was deemed too controversial to be the face of the bus boycott. So in September of 1955, Rosa Parks refused to move, just like Claudette. Rosa Parks' arrest was followed by a 381-day boycott of the Montgomery bus system. In the spring of 1956, 
Claudette, along with three other women who had faced similar arrests, were named defendants in Browder versus Gale. A few months later, in June, a federal three-judge panel ruled that racially segregated buses were unconstitutional. The decision ended the Montgomery bus boycott and launched Martin Luther King Jr.'s career as an activist minister. But life in Montgomery had become difficult for Claudette. Once a top student, Claudette was labeled a troublemaker after her arrest. Unable to get a job, she moved to New York. She became a nurse and told few people about her past. She retired in 2004. On November 15, 2019, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez recognized Claudette on the floor of the House of Representatives. She ended her speech by saying, Madam Speaker, I ask our colleagues to join me in recognizing Ms. Claudette Colvin's courage to stand in the face of injustice and demand her recognition of her inalienable rights. Because in her own courage to fight for her freedom, she paved a path for millions of others to do the same, because it was her constitutional right. When asked for her reaction, Claudette told reporters, I finally got some recognition after all these years. I got a little bit, a little bit. All month, we're talking about mavericks and legends. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our newsletter, Womanica Weekly. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica. And you can follow me directly on Twitter at Jenny M. Kaplan. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow. Hey listeners, Mother's Day is around the corner. Are you looking for a unique way to tell the mother in your life how much she means to you? Never fear, WMN has you covered. Forgo the classic gifts and purchase a customized episode of Encyclopedia Womanica starring Mom. Head to wondermedianetwork.com and fill out a few questions. For just $100, we'll make a special podcast episode all about your mom that will no doubt be a big hit this Mother's Day. All submissions are due by May 6th and will be delivered on Mother's Day, May 10th. For more information, visit wondermedianetwork.com.